And welcome to a podcast with me, Dylan Yates. And me, Joshua Perry. This is the North South podcast series, uh, something sweeping the nation at the moment with <laughs> with with widespread widespread acclaim and fantastic reviews left to right. Everyone's talking about it, aren't they? Literally five stars on iTunes. Exactly. So, um, in the words of Daniel Benny Boy Benning, um, Josh, the book was great, and let's hope the podcast lives up to it. Crack on. One, two, right. Good to go, mate. Good. Yeah, so, um, to, just to recap quickly. So I got this, um, this thing that I did, I got this, um, this radio, radio, radio in the shower, which I, I think for the, for the budget we had, it was a really good choice. That's the thing, ten quid, it's difficult. Yeah, because you can't go, you can't get something really nice. Exactly. But anyway. There's no... You, it's hard to get a common ground. Yeah, you feel like you put a lot of effort in. You yeah. feel like you got something worthwhile. Okay. So you're happy you wrapped it all up. Yeah. Happy as Larry. So when we get getting in the office, it's all pre-arranged. Put your present in the sack as you enter the office. Yeah. You've got, and it's, it's sort of like this little pre-bit so no one can see which one you've put in. Yeah. So it's basically outside the door. Whack it in. Pop, back, pop bang lovely. No complaints. The day goes on, it's obviously scheduled for about a half three sort of shindig. Yeah. Um, everyone is excited that, that the atmosphere is buzzing to find out who's got what, yeah. what's happening. Christmas spirit is in at Took Air. So I'm thinking, yeah, I couldn't have done better. I've basically aced this shindig. Secret Santa, secret Schmanta. Like, this is, this is going to go well. Yeah. The person... Uh, that I've got presents for, they're going to be chaffed. Yeah. What I've got, hopefully it's going to be decent. Yeah, yeah. I can't lose. I'm in a, in a win-win situation, and that's never a bad place to be no, in, no. as far as I'm concerned. No, true. So the day drifts on, again, as I said, spirits are high, and then everyone goes downstairs for like a sort of a pass-to-parcel sort of deal. Right. Everyone sits it because basically we had a staff meeting before, and then it was like, right, now we've got that admin out of the way, let's get the fun started, let's yeah. get this party going. And so <laughs> the administrator of all the organiser goes upstairs, brings this sack of presents down, yeah. and we're all sat in a, in, a, in a circle. It's like being back at kindergarten sort of thing. It's like a bit, bit gay. And um, Yeah, you're, you're, you're mincing around, big smile on your face, yeah. shaking Stevens are playing, the mood's good. Bloody Mariah Carey in the background. Yeah, like it's, it's all good. So the, all, then, then all the presents are handed out round the pile. Mm. And I and and this is the problem, right? It's because you've got a pre-arranged face for when you open <laughs> the present, yeah. right? Much like when you open the present with for your granddad's yeah. jumper, and you got that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I got his gardening jumper, and I was like, oh yeah, this is great, functional, whatever. Mm. You've got your pre-arranged face. No matter what it is, you've got to run with this expression. Yeah. Because you can't go, you can't... Again, these are your peers, your working peers. You're going to see them in half an hour. You're going to see them in five minutes. You've got to pull it off. Yeah. There's no... You can't show any tinge of disappointment because whoever's bought you that present is staring right fucking at you. Yeah. There is nowhere to hide. There is nowhere to go. And you can sense it. Everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's got their pre preconceived 
expression, what they're going to do, no yeah. matter what happens, right? So they all get handed round, and then it's, it's, we basically went in a circle so everyone could take t turns, which I hated. I would rather everyone just opens their thing at the same time, pop bang lovely, yeah, got no, this. No focus on you. Yeah, jog upstairs, pretend it never <laughs> happened. Instead, yeah. it went one by one, and I was second. So there was a lot of emphasis. I, actually, I was third, actually. I take that back. I was third. First person opened their present. Something really good. Can't remember what it was. Ineffective. Doesn't bother me. Whatever they got, mm. enjoy it, pal. Yeah. Good. Thinking, okay, good start. We're rolling here. We're rolling. Yeah. Second person, and again, it was going in a circle, anti-clockwise. Mm. It's coming round to me. So obviously, I'm holding it as well. Eyeing it up, thinking, what is it? It's mm. quite weighty. Oh, decent. <laughs> Everything's a winner here. Yeah. And um, second person goes, opens their present. Again, whoever <laughs> bought it, hit nail on head. Wonderful. Decent. Brilliant. So I'm thinking, God, yeah, everyone's on the same page here. Everyone's getting good presents. Everyone's decent. Like, this is all, this couldn't be going any better. Third person, me. All eyes on me. Mm. Silence. Complete silence in the boardroom. No, no, no one's moving an inch. High quality paper. Again, right. a good indication that effort has gone into this. Yeah. High quality paper. It's important. Mm. It's what you need. I mean, probably the paper for me, for my present that I had bought, probably could have been a bit better. But again, I think substance is what it's all about. <laughs> They had a little bow on it as well, so it was tied in, so you had to do the little ribbon and undo the ribbon and then unwrap it. Basically, undid the ribbon, opened the present, and it was essentially a card game yeah. called the Josh card game, <laughs> right? Okay. From some establishment, and I'm going to go as far as saying not even 99p had been spent on this present. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And of course, I've got this pre-arranged face <laughs> that I've built for this facade. Yeah. And again, everyone's watching and everyone's like, oh, brilliant, like, oh, that's so cool. Like, everyone's so over the top about it because they don't want me to feel bad. They don't, but everyone is thinking on the same wavelength, that's a fucking shit present. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Utter shit. Everyone's feeling to you. Everyone's yeah. like, God, what is he doing? Like, and again, all eyes are on me. I'm like in the middle of this huge circle like oh this like, oh this is so cool like oh, I'm gonna be playing this <laughs> with like, my granddad over Christmas it's so good it was like this ter it's like this little red box of card game and it was like I, I, I haven't opened it we'll get onto this in a minute of what the, the fate of the card game was yeah. but I just looked at it I was just like read the back of it and was just basically disgusted but again, you've got that facade. Yeah, yeah, If you yeah, can yeah, hear yeah. that noise in the background, it is an ice cream van. <laughs> but um, I was just, oh, again, I was just, you put a brave face on it. You just want it, come on, next person, go, 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 open your fucking present quickly, quickly. Get the, get the spotlight off me. Yeah. It was one of those situations. And I was just like, for God's sake. The problem was the next person was the person that I bought for. And they opened it, absolute chuffed as Larry. And oh, everyone's right. like, oh, that's brilliant, okay. like, oh, that's Perfect. hilarious, like, sort of thing. So, but that was no good for me. Really? That, for me, that was just salt in the wound. Really? That I had a what good... What about that little bit of goodness in your heart? Well, kind of. 
but at the same time, I kind of think, you know, I wish I'd put as, le li as much effort into the person that had got my, <laughs> that I'd put into hers. Yeah. Because whoever got me clearly just thought, well, I'm just going to get something as cheap as possible in this £10 budget and hopefully I get a £10 <laughs> present and what, I'm £9 up. Yeah. So that went down a storm and... I don't even know if they know that I've got them that present by by the end of it. <laughs> it didn't really work out as I planned because I did think it would come out that everyone got every, everything and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I never knew who got me my present. You still not found out to this day? Well, we'll come on oh, to okay, this, right? Okay. This, is where, this is where the crux of the matter comes in. So after this, after this stupid facade and the, everyone opens their present out of the like whole group it was sort of a general consensus that I've got the worst one yeah, okay. it was a complete just con off joke but again it's secret Santa so you have no idea who sort of pulled the wood over your eyes yeah. so you've, you could just be firing blanks in terms of accusations yeah, 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 yeah. and I was in no man's land I was just like look I'm going to wash my hands of it Get over it, put it behind me, move on. Yeah. And the thing was, we still had an hour of work left to go after this. So I've gone up to my desk, just working away. Bit cheesed off, to be honest, I didn't want human interaction. It wasn't something that I wanted. The two, the two computers, the two people that work in either side of me, great presence. I had the whole hour to chill out with whatever they'd got, either whether it was confectionery or some decent little cool thing yeah. whereas I had a stupid little fucking card game that I was flicking through <laughs> and people were visibly coming up to me and going oh yeah I see your card game like open it up and just looking disgusted by the whole thing yeah and back of my mind thinking you could have been the person that bought this <laughs> yeah the bluff just and it's me. just the epic bluff of all time yeah. <laughs> but again you, you can't throw away accusations especially with the Christmas spirit smiles all round it's all very la dee da yeah. and so we went through the facade of that, that, that. So anyway, I got... It was time to go home, basically. Mm. I just got this stupid guard card game, stuffed it in my coat jacket, walked out, disgusted by the whole thing. Again, mm. it was just like, right, I'm glad the whole Secret Santa thing's done for another year. Mm. Whatever. On the train home, sort of thinking it over again, just thinking, you know, I put so much effort into mine, getting the person something decent and I just got nothing back you kind of get a bit self-conscious thinking you know what maybe I'm not very important in this office place maybe no one likes me maybe mm. it's just a huge dig against my whole just makeup maybe I'm just a terrible person in general mm. so you kind of just get a little bit self-conscious and then I just realised I didn't care anyway mm. but on the way back to my flat we walked over uh, you basically walk over a river so there's a river that flows through Guildford um, and I was just scrambling down into my jacket pocket um, to find uh, to find my phone because I was listening to music and a track that came on was not one that I wanted to listen to. Dylan Yates pops up and you <laughs> your rap game came on and I thought not today, pal. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> so I went into my went into my jacket pocket to get my phone to skip it, and out came the card game. Right. <laughs> and I was walking over this bridge that oversaw a river, and again I thought. I never want to see this card game again. Yeah. Not up for it, to be honest. Not on its level. So I slung it in the drink. Right. I threw it in the river. Launched it into the yeah, river. This card game. And I said, I don't want a reminder of this card game. Off your pop, son. Into the deep depths of this water. Dark, dingy water. No one will ever find it. 
until 2843. They'll find this Josh Card game and think, well, this is a good <laughs> archaeology relic. This will tell us a lot about the future. And so that was fine. Slung it in the drink, never saw it again. Yeah. Christmas party, fast forward three weeks. The person that had bought me the card game came forward. And this is the awkward moment. She was on that train I took that day. And she saw you lunch. And she followed me. <laughs> she had the same exit oh, path back no. to where she, whatever hell hole she came from. And that's the only way I can describe it. She saw me sling it in the drink. <laughs> oh, God. So she brought she she brought this up. She brought it up, yeah. She this Obviously, up. she'd had a few champagne. She'd so had she, a few wines. Yeah. Clearly on her mind for a long time, and she clearly finally plucked up the courage to bring it up. <laughs> That's great. And then it came up. So what happened? Then? I've, obviously, I'm completely gobsmacked. It'd been three weeks. I hadn't even given this silly card game a second thought. I'm just like out of my life. Secret <laughs> Santa, pop bang, lovely as I said, gone. No, yeah. no more thoughts. Yeah. It suddenly just brazenly brought up in front of me in this big puff of smoke. Oi, she says. I know what you did. It's like, what? What's going on here, though? So like, I know you slung my, Christ my secret Santa Christmas present into the, uh, into the Guildford River. I was like, oh, okay. Obviously, I'm completely like, how the... First of all, I'm like, how the F does she know that? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, do know that I did know that she lives there and she... But I've no idea. She, you have no idea that she would have got the same train, been there at the same time yeah. to see me do something that I would never ever really do. Three hundred sixty-four other days of the year. But she saw it. She brought it up, and it was just deathly awkward. And the problem with the situation was it was within earshot of about four or five other employees. Okay. So you've got other people weighing in with their thoughts. Some people thought it was absolutely hilarious. Some people thought it was epic banter. And some people just thought it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's brought up completely devised and it just went on and on. She was, and on. She was honestly a, a bit she hurt She was by honestly, yeah, pissed off oh, right. by the situation. And I was just like, and again, I'm just like, I kind of just tried to laugh it off as you would. But it was clearly nagging on her coattails. Mm. And I was just like, well, that's what you get when you buy someone some, some, with such half-arsed bullshit. Mm. And again, it didn't really get me anywhere. She was just of the opinion it was a disgrace. At the same time, I'm of the opinion that it was maybe hasty. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, the day's frustrations, the day's just... You just can't help but think it was a great idea at the same <laughs> time. And that's what I think I came out as the bigger man. Okay, but did you resolve it? Did you make up with her in the end? Like, haven't spoken oh. since. Oh, really? Four months on. Wow. Not even looking at her. So she works in the same office as you, still, yeah? Same office, baby. And is she, like, sort of sort of level as you, or is she one of the new people who's on an internet? Way below, Sam. She's one of the new, like, apprentice interns, yeah? Uh, she's, uh, well, I don't want to go into any sort of specifics, but she's, uh... Not like... We don't, we don't move in the same circles. Not likely she'll be reading this pod. She'll be listening to this podcast though. But anyway, okay. Well, I was imagining for your secret Santa, you got someone in your book. That'd be good. Well, as I said, I was floating that. But again, it will just go down like a lead balloon. But I kind of wish I'd done that now. But, but, but this is the thing. I mean, imagine the chances of that happening. 
Imagine the chances of me thinking I'm going to throw this in a river. Mm. I mean, I've never thrown anything in a river in my whole entire life. I was just so just like, fuck it. I can't, I don't want to see this ever again. I'm going to sling it in the drink. Yeah, fair play to you. For the chances of her being there, the one person that actually bought it for me, the one person who's, I don't know, I've never seen her off the train, I've never seen what route she takes when she goes home. The chances of her being there and then and then actually bringing it up in front of me. I mean, that is some crazy shit. Do you think there's any chance that these cards did cost £10? No. No. I looked it up online. Oh, honestly? (laughs) 99p, (laughs) pal. And that's why I slung at her when she brought it up. Oh, absolutely, mate. You don't bring a a poodle to a dog fight. (laughs) And what did she say about that? Mate, oh, she was just like, oh, no, you must have seen something wrong or something, whatever. Then I brought it up on my phone because the... Wow. The secret Santa had free Wi-Fi, didn't it? The uh, secret, uh, the Christmas party, I mean, had free Wi-Fi. Ninety-nine p. What the fuck is that then? <laughs> what are you saying? And she was like, "Oh, it must have been reduced since." Just a load. So she, she was honestly really hurt about this. Though. Well, well, the problem was is that the the, the the Christmas parties we've spoken before. It's like the holy grail of days, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's when you bring up your dirty laundry. It's when anything goes essentially. And yeah. she probably saw me having a good time and thought, "Well, he's the bastard that slung me bloody Christmas present in the fucking water." Yeah. Thought I'll bring him down a peg or two. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to happen here, pal. <laughs> and, yeah, and that was that. And, yeah, as I said, it's been very, there's been a lot of animosity since. Fair play. But, yeah, that's fair play, isn't it? Yeah, because Secret Santa, so many things go unsaid. So many things just get brushed over. And she, she ended up looking like a complete pillock. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose most people sort of are taking your side in the whole thing. It's like, secretly coming up to you and saying... That was funny. You probably shouldn't have chucked it in the river, but it's still quite funny. And she was a bit out of order spending 99p on you. Or do you, you think. You tote. You think more people take her side, yeah? I don't know. I, I don't know what's happened since, but there's a lot of bitchy, isn't there, in the workplace? Everyone yeah. wants to be on the same page as everyone else. Yeah. But so you never know who's you, you never know. But at the same time, it was uh, eye opening. Mm. Interesting. North South Collide podcast. North South Collide. Did you have to do anything as your in your workplace for any Secret Santa shenanigan? No, we didn't do Secret Santa. There was talk of it, but I'll happily never do it again, pal. Yeah. I hope it just burns in hell. We did one with our friends, and it was quite nice. As I said, I got this radio shower radio, which went non-stop. She literally won't stop going on about. <laughs> and I got some nice notebooks and stuff, and. It was alright, but yeah. notebooks. Yeah, yeah. I like I like notebooks, writing material, that sort of thing. I was happy for that. Um, a bit of parchment. T- I tell you what, though, our Christmas our Christmas party was good. I joined the company at precisely the right amount of time because, like, a couple of weeks afterwards, we had a Christmas party, and it was an all paid for do in one of these um, theaters in Drury Lane in central London, and it was nice. It was a nice gig. All the alcohol was laid on for us really like decadent grand building with different rooms um it was good fun we had to work the next day which was but it was nice it was good it was a good gig um but yeah christmas christmas came away and i was quite busy so i didn't see much of it to be honest with you well that's interesting to hear that anyway so you're not speaking terms with her 
No, not a word has been said since that fateful day. Does she work? She doesn't speak to for work. No. As I said, moves in different circles. Which is probably why, like, because obviously I didn't really know her before that. She probably thought she could put it under the radar. Yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. But the, again, the problem was, is again, was the fact that <laughs> everyone else got great presents and I got something terrible. So it was like it was a sore thumb. It was literally like he has been shafted yeah. big time. And people afterwards were coming up to me, as I said, coming yeah. up saying, well, that's a joke. Yeah. Like, whoever did that but as I said you don't know who got what so you could, you, you could be like well you're saying that but it could have been you pal yeah. school trips yeah school What's, trips how many school trips you go on any good ones any ones that stand out we went to the Isle of Arran in Scotland in um, the Isle of what Arran no one's heard of that it's a tiny little place it's geography isn't that the name of your brother yeah it's like it must have been like yeah 12, so that's like 16, 17. Had a good crack there. Um, Isle of Arran. Yes, yeah, just as some small Scotland, island in Scotland. Um, we had a good crack there, we did this song, we did this thing right, where we all, all the boys put the, their underpants on their head and, um, and, and I wrote this song that we ran up to the girls' from the dormitory and sang to them. Um, Was this a dream? <laughs> This is the sort of thing I used to get involved in. Or a fantasy. When I was at school. Um, what else? We used to do these religious retreats. Because I've always been to Catholic schools. We did these religious retreats. At Catholic schools, are you um, like forced to be religious? No, not forced, but you have to study RE. You always like, start assemblies with prayers and you always sing hymns. Is not being religious frowned upon? Probably not. Probably not frowned upon. But you know what the Catholics, Christians are like, they're a bit sort of like, come on, come on. I don't understand any of it. No? I don't know the difference between a Catholic or a Christian. Christians are larger umbrella about it, and Catholic is one of the denominations with Church of England. Well, we, we haven't signed up for a history lesson. <laughs> because the reason I brought the whole school trip up yeah. is because I remember going on school trips to like the south of France for skiing holidays. It was like, it's sounds, not really, a little, sounds a little bit better than what I did. And we used to go on coaches for 19 hours. Really? We'd be on a coach, you'd sit on it for 19 hours. And I can't even imagine doing that now. Well... The thought of sitting on a coach watching Shrek on repeat. Yeah. That's what it was. I, I genuinely think we watched Shrek three <laughs> times in a row. I can imagine it'd be... I mean, we did that in university for like a sports trip slash... Piss up, we went to slow. Also, the ideology hours. of a bus is funny. It's something that I find funny. Why? Like with the, with the plane as well, that I mentioned a lot in the book. The whole concept of flying and the just the do's and don'ts of being like air travel and that. Yeah. A bus is exactly the same. When you're like between the ages of like 10 and 16 on the bus, for example, the back, the back seats are like where the cool kids sit. Yeah. That's like the holy grail, that's where you want to be sat. And then basically, as you move from the back of the bus to the front of the bus, you're basically looking at the sort of wetter and wetter kids, yeah. the uncooler kids, and then you get to the front of the bus where the teachers sit, yeah. and then right behind them, that's like where the losers are. Yeah. It's funny how that translates. 
then you would never. You, that's the only sort of time in in the world you'd ever experience that. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not on, on national public transport on on a, on a national express coach or something. It's not the same, is it? And again, recently, someone said something that made something really made me laugh. But it's obviously like again when you're at that age, like the cool kids get all the girls, don't they? Like the 13 to like 18. The cool kids always get the like hot girls yeah. at your school, but then those hot girls end up marrying the losers at the front of the bus because they're the ones that are rich and successful in do, later do life. Do you think? I don't think that happens. I think they kind of go hand in hand. I think some of the losers at the front will will who have um who who have their who mature a bit later and and then get good jobs or whatever. Then sometimes end up with with a with the good looking birds, but basically. Well, it's a numbers game, isn't it? I mean, the thing is, the cool kids that fuck around at school are not going to do well in life. They're always that no, typically so. they're going to end up on like Jeremy Kyle TV show. No, nah, not always. A lot of them. All, I think I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I think a lot of them always tend to just just get into a job at some point and end up doing all right for themselves. You know, so in my experience, everyone that was seen as like cool and like fucked about at school, didn't do anything, or just would like prance about and make a show of themselves, mm. are now like on the dole, unemployed, really, and like basically cling on to every second that they had when they were at school, and were seen as like high up in society. Whereas the people that like actually weren't dicks and got on with it and were just like decent people essentially. And are the ones laughing? No, I, I, for me, my experience is the opposite. The ones who, it's like the opposite of what you're told in life. When you grow, when you go into school, you're told that yeah, you're like you're working hard now, and they're making a mockery of you. But don't worry, you'll be laughing when you're older. <laughs> but basically, you wouldn't go to university and get in like a boring average nine to five office job when you're never earning anything above the average wage. These are the guys who are messing about, just end up leaving school at 16 years old, getting like build an apprenticeship or something and they're earning money straight out of the gate and then by the time you've graduated from university at 21, 22 and they've been working for the last five, six years, they're already, they're already getting a decent wage. Yeah, but their ceiling is, that's it. Yeah, but at least uh, a lot of them, again, you, can, you can get a decent wage and they've already they've got no debts to worry about. And usually they're, they're growing up a little bit quicker. Is that the Dylan Yates advice to youngsters then? Yeah. Not go to university. Don't go to university. Just start a career straight out the gate, and you'll be all right. And it goes on like that. And they're the ones who've got like the, the they have the money. Please and use stuff. the caveat caveat here, listeners. This is coming from a budding squatter, <laughs> living in a dump, <laughs> and working behind a bar. Yeah, I know what you mean. But the thing is, where did you where where were you on the spectrum of the bus? Where did you find, where did I was you about the middle. I was I was a healthy medium. The thing is, I like to have fingers in pies. Yeah, yeah. So you weren't. A you want to be. You the thing is, you want to be on the good side of the cool kids because you don't want to get beat up. <laughs> the thing with me, it was always different for me growing up because I was a, I was always a foot taller than everyone else. Yeah. So no one's going to pick on the big lad. Mm. So I was I always had that thing where I was, but I was never that much of a dick to like follow through with being. A backseater. Yeah. So it was one of those. What I was again happy meeting. I was always a bit more 
I think is I love sport and sport was always my passion and joy when I was growing up. So I was and and typically when you're in like the like first sports team, you would obviously generally make mates with the people that are good at sports. And the people that are good at sports are generally not the people that excel in intellectual stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of one of those murky subtext but my actual friends were typically people that weren't that sporty or were like yeah just had sort of general interest so again it's, it's, i sort of had a full spectrum really yeah yeah because yeah. i had friends that were into sport and i had friends that weren't into sport and had other interests so i was probably a middler what about you yeah i'd i'd say i could pretty much go along with that and say i was quite a geek i think I, you were in the driving seat pal I was <laughs> <laughs> You thought it was dumb. You thought it was dead. Nothing good dies. Like Jesus Christ. Hold on. And that's a wrap. Boom. Boom down. It's a wrap. Don't sound like a podcast. Don't sound like a podcast. With Jay Puzzle and D-Dog Yates. Ta-da.